Hey, what's up? It's Frank here from datadriven.tv, the podcast where we explore the emerging fields of data science, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. I'm here at a local McDonald's, and if you're not watching um, the live feed as it goes, well, live, or you're not watching the original video, um, you notice that I pointed it to one of the self-service kiosks that are there. This McDonald's was recently renovated, and um, very prominent in the design is the notion of um, basically self-service ordering. Uh, and it's probably not a coincidence that you're seeing this pop up in a lot of places and where they've raised the minimum wage. Now, I'm not saying that those folks don't deserve a raise, but what I'm saying is that their timing is could have been better. <laughs> uh, because as we get into this age of automation, um, the costs of touchscreens, the cost of, computer, cost of computing power, the cost of computing systems and UX design has come down, the cost of labor is going up. And I think we know where that's going to go. In fact, a lot of places that I've seen, um, uh, even where they don't have, haven't raised the minimum wage, they have, you're starting to see a lot more of these kiosks. Now, whether that is in preparation for that happening in that particular jurisdiction or whether that's, you know, as more of these units get sold, the cost goes down. Uh, and I point this out because artificial intelligence is often touted as a job destroyer. Um, and, and historically, uh, whenever a new technology comes about, you enable higher productivity uh, for less cost. Um, what's interesting about AI is that, well, in the past, when you, when you had the Industrial Revolution, uh, you know, more jobs were created because of automation historically than were lost. Now, that, that's good for us. And a lot of the prognosticators or, or, or kind of defenders of AI and artificial intelligence are saying that the same thing's going to happen here. And I generally would agree with them 100%. However, the only difference this time around is the speed at which this transformation is going to happen. In fact, um, that's the title of this little data point here, uh, Eve of Disruption, right? I, I kind of was inspired by an old song I heard on the radio, Eve of Destruction, um, where basically um, every industry, every type of job is going to be impacted by AI. And it's going to be impacted at such a rate. Uh, in the past, farmers would have kids. Their kids would uh, maybe not become uh, farmers. They'd work in factories. They'd become doctors, lawyers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it was kind of very much an, an intergenerational change. I think the rate of change and innovation in this space is going to happen so fast with things like cloud computing, Right, compute on demand, that sort of thing, the availability of this technology, mobile technology, it's going to happen so fast, it's going to be intra-generational. And therein lies the rub, right? That's my fancy word, right? Therein. Therein lies the rub. And the problem here is going to be people are going to have to change careers, right? Uh, schools are going to be teaching subjects and, and, and arguably they're not, how do they, how do they, uh, a, a common refrain in the school district where I live is, you know, how do we teach the children of today for the jobs of tomorrow? I mean, it's not, it's, it's going to be, how do you teach the children of today for the jobs of next week? Or how do you retrain 
the adults of today who went to school for an entirely different job market that has now come about. I mean, this is going to happen fast. It's going to happen very furiously. Um, so uh, we actually had a show, uh, and it's still going to come out. He Unfortunately, he had a death in the family. So he, he's, he's publishing a report um, uh, that, he, uh, that will kind of detail his suggestions or his ideas on how to get around this. So we had a very interesting, very thoughtful conversation about um, this uh, this very topic. And you probably, if you were one of the, uh, I think, 60 people that downloaded it before I deleted the show, uh, you've already heard it. Uh, and if you haven't heard it, don't worry. Um, as soon as he gets back to us in terms of um, when he publishes his report, uh, we will update the show again. But I just wanted to put that bug in your ear that we really are on the eve of disruption, right? And you can say, well, it's low-skilled wages. Uh, low-skilled jobs are going to go away. Well, there's some white-collar jobs or higher-skilled jobs that are going to be impacted by AI. Now, here's the real question. Are they going to expand the economy, right? If I'm one mortgage lending officer, instead of handling... 50 accounts per week. Maybe I can handle 5,000 accounts per week now because of AI, right? Because most of it's going to be automated, right? So the, the easy things will be handled by AI. But where humans are going to add the value for the foreseeable future is going to be those edge cases, those weird kind of things that AI or the models just can't handle effectively. Now, the question is um, twofold here, right? One, will the economy grow enough to handle um, new to create new places for those displaced workers, right? It, it, it already has done this, right? Auto, you know, when, when a lot of farm work was, was automated, the economy shifted to more industrial, right? So there was a point where 90-some-odd percent of the population was involved in food production. Now it's somewhere around, I've heard numbers as low as 2%. I've heard numbers as high as 5%. But still, that's, that's a pretty drastic shift, right? So the economy was able to absorb that. Um, and the other thing is going to be, how are you going to train and retrain people um, to, um, to handle that, right? Because some people, they identify so closely with their jobs, right? I've experienced a little bit this way. I was a front-end you know, Windows developer or smart client developer uh, working on mobile systems and things like that. I've switched to data science, Right now, to someone not in the technology field, that's not a career switch. Right? It's I'm always doing something with computers. But uh, for those kind of inside here, I switched kind of gears from development to data science. Right? Very different mindset. And I think, you know, from personal experience, I can say this: the best way to survive in this 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 age of disruption that we're headed into, um, that we're on the eve of disruption. I'm not going to sing and and really mess up your. Uh, mess up your day. But the key is, is embracing lifelong learning. I was in an event last night where uh, he was a CIO of some organization. He's basically like, how could you have IT people that don't want to learn? And I, I totally agree with it. In fact, if you do not like learning, lifelong constant learning, IT is a horrible field for you. And you should find somewhere else to work. I mean, honestly. However, Bad news is the robots are coming for those jobs that you can learn once and then do forever, right? The automation is going to come for that. So you might as well, you are going to be forced into a situation where you're going to have to lifelong learn uh, or be stuck um, in, in something called, you know, something like universal basic income, which 
I don't think that's necessarily a great thing either. If you doubt me, uh, there's an interesting book called The Churn. Andy and I, I think, have talked about this. It's from, from The Expanse. But it basically posits what a world would be like where universal basic income is a thing and um, how the law of unintended consequences, they come around and bite you. And they never bite you. Well, there's never really a good place to be bite, bitten, but uh, they always find the worst place to bite you. Anyway, it's a long-winded way of saying is that the best way to get ahead in the future, the present and the future, um, is to embrace lifelong learning, learn to love learning. Our school system kind of does a good job of, of making people dislike learning. Um, that, that, that's not going to get fixed overnight. Uh, it may have to be. It's going to have to be fixed one way or the other, and we kind of talk about how do you have these retraining programs at scale uh, to affect some of these communities. And uh, I'm looking forward to releasing that episode. Um, I think you'll all enjoy it. But uh, as, I, as I walked past this place, I saw the, the kiosks, and I was like, you know what? I really need to point this out, that we are on the eve of disruption. And with that, you have a great day.